All right, Night Owls, welcome back into the show here at the top of the hour. Michael's back in the captain's chair on this side of inspiration here at the bridge. Don't like what I just saw there. Kind of, eh. I want to welcome you as I connect you to your journey. This side of inspiration, I'm going to be dealing with you, not dealing with you, helping you navigate, manage, and deal through the stress, the minutiae that's connected to your situation, your circumstances, and your crisis if you're dealing with that tonight. A consequential show <clears throat> with everything going on in the world. All eyes seem to be affixed to Europe with the invasion, the fifth morning, the sixth morning, excuse me, of what is going on into the nation of Ukraine as many in the nations are evacuating, running working to escape and you know if you've watched many of the news channels you have seen the despair on many of our sisters and their children who have to separate from their husbands uncles their fathers so that they can go back and defend the land what is that like what must that be like if you're in your home and you have an intruder and the intruder wants to come in and take your property. What must that be like when the intruder comes with an army of other intruders into your own, your own house and wants to take from you what maybe you've worked hard for? Maybe what you have accumulated, what you own, all your experiences, all your history, and whatever the agendas are, whenever the intruder wants to come into your home, someone wants, someone needs to, someone ought to defend the home. And so that's what we're seeing. And may the Lord and Heavenly Father rule in that setting in such a way that His glory is revealed, His glory reigns, and His glory is seen as it is being revealed and in the seeing of his glory brings forth that transformation of the wicked ones who are doing unjust things and dastardly things to nations who didn't ask for an intruder to come into their home. So there's a lot. My mind is, is it heavy? Or is my mind just taxed with all of the news accounts on top of responsibilities and family um, here within our ministries and churches and whatnot? And then this awesome show of night moods. And I was talking about this on the other side. It is really, really challenging to do a show of inspiration and relaxation. But it's, it's almost, am I up for the challenge? But it's challenging because maybe it's like that 10 ton weight that is strapped to your hip and 
would, if you've ever pulled a sled, a sled with weight on it, you know, it's, it's really hard to get traction. But once you take the initial steps after you get traction, it torques on every fiber of muscle. And you think everything inside of you wants to pop. So like doing a show like this, Night Moods, and, and, and putting together um, inspiration could be challenging, but at the same time, it's a blessing. It's be, having the opportunity to transform mood and increase one's faith in truth from wisdom, experiences, through encouraging, empowering, and lifting one up. So this is the task, the task at hand. At the beginning of a third month, 2022, the task at hand. And I have to say, I, I believe I've answered the task. It is a, my privilege and pleasure to be here to help and not only to help, but like I said, to encourage, to empower, and to help build. So, we got a good show tonight. And you watching, thank you for listening on the live stream channels and on our podcast channels as well. Thank you. Breaking the chains into freedom. And I'm here at the bridge on this side of inspiration, as we always do. So that you can get your bearings as we come out of the relaxation side of, of relaxing the body, relaxing the mind, trading with Jesus our stress, our burdens to receive something greater. Many of our night owls are increased in their faith. The burden is lifted off of them, which allows them to frankly see into the stress. And in seeing into the stress, you may receive instruction, a command, some problem-solving techniques, and the blessing and promise that goes with this is simply, maybe he places a person of influence in your, in your journey, who is there to help encourage you, empower you, to help build you up spiritually and mentally, there to walk with you and maybe even open doors. How about that? So we're at the bridge and the challenge is, do you understand the Holy Spirit? Because the bridge represents the Holy Spirit. And when you better understand the power that is inside of you, oh, let your heart not be troubled. I'm not talking about your mind. I'm talking about your heart. See, your heart ought not to be disturbed or distressed when you are empowered or possessed by the Holy Spirit. In the simplest ways I can put it. Because of the function, purposes, and responsibilities in the Holy Spirit for you. And it's to your advantage that you are possessed by the Holy Spirit. And as we Get ready to journey in on inspiration side. There are so many, so many questions that I, I receive and had one earlier today. Let me see if this works here. Maybe not. 
That's amazing. <laughs> there are so many questions that many people ask in these times. And I'm going to be tackling and releasing you from the chains, the shackles, the bondages of trust. As I said, I had a conversation earlier today regarding um, an associate of mine dealing, and not just, not just him, but there are so many dealing with this. And why? Breaking the chains into freedom. So you get the journey now across the bridge and get comfortable with walking over the bridge, walking in conjunction of how the bridge feels. And this is the parallel understanding to how, what it is like to walk in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. So I want to challenge you. And I do this every, every, every show, every episode. I really want to challenge you to study about the Holy Spirit, the function, purposes, and responsibilities that are placed inside the power of the Holy Spirit. Inside, and this is why Jesus said it's to your advantage that I go away. If, if I don't go away, the paraclete, the, the, the comforter, the intercessor, the help, the spirit of truth can't come to you. And then he had to, to lay down the foundation and structure to the Holy Spirit so that those who follow him could have a greater understanding and knowledge to who is inside of them. And when you have a greater understanding and knowledge of who is inside of you, no matter what transpires in the world, you have an advantage how to deal, possibly accelerate through what is happening in the world in as many seasons that we come and go, that come and go upon us, the ebb and flow of life. And so come across the bridge and we're going to begin to break down and handle talking about breaking the chains into freedom. Breaking the chains of distrust. Grab your Bibles, some notes. You can also email at e, uh, nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. Sorry about that. I should know the email. <laughs> I really should. You can email nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, breaking the chains into freedom. If you have a question about how to, I'm going to help you practically do that. And I think about all the subjects of the show in each of the episodes. And they're like these how-to life applications. And so what I've come to understand and realize that what is needed is the practical matters of how to just step. We're really good at running. We can run away. We can run through. But it's taken the initial steps. Those steps of Pure trust. Those steps of believing that, I'm going to use a bad analogy, I'm not going to break a foot when I take the first step. I'm not going to trip and fall. You know, I'm not going to be a hindrance to what I have to do in my first few steps. And yet, these first steps that I'm going to take as I begin to break through the chains into freedom, that's the fear. That's like, you're in a room, it's dark, 
the gates open and then you have this raging inferno and you got to get to that inferno but if you just slow down <clears throat> and realize that there is even an out in the inferno that if you just walk and trust the holy spirit going through the inferno that it can't it can't get you but it's when you get schizophrenic in the mind and, and your mind wants to develop these ideas and plans and um, which ways to get through it. If I hold my arms in, if I just jump at a, a, a rate and a height without touching the heat, the flames, I won't get scorched. But if we just slow it down, maybe that raging inferno will smoke out. Because it's there in front of you not to consume you. It's there maybe to scare you. To keep you from advancing forward into the journey. To keep you from advancing into the business that you step into. To keep you from taking the job that you just aren't sure what the future holds if you take the job. Maybe it's there to advance you in your education or your marriage. But I don't know what's on the other side because I've never been there before. Well, that's the mystery of life. That's the mystery and the power of God as he places his spirit who leads you into all truth. He is the lead in our lives. And when we surrender our lead to his lead, no matter what is at that door or the many doors that you have to go through in your journey, the pathway of life, and no matter what external situations and circumstances and crises are happening to your left, to your right, in front of you, when you trust in the power of the Holy Spirit, when you really know, when you really know his function, his purpose, and his responsibility as one who leads you into all truth. Go ahead and say that real slow. The Holy Spirit leads me into all truth. And you have to believe that he is true to his nature, to his purpose, and to his function. I want to bring this up as we dive into this. And I really want to dive into this. I, I want to break this down because you need to see the change broke. And you need to make some certain declarations regarding your life. And those certain declarations need to turn into certain proclamations in your life. And if you are one who is battling what I call the dis-ease of trust, you're uneasy about trusting because you have just come out of a situation that trust was you were stripped. Or you were involved in a circumstance and you saw trust run out the door and you, you were left violated. Or you were in a crisis and trust was smashed because it happened upon you. See, there's a difference. But when, when I'm talking about born again, those who are free in Christ... And those who are set free, put in a placement of freedom through the grace and the mercy 
and the love dispensed by our Messiah. He's talking about when he has broke you and made you free. But then life has come in when you were unaware or when you were blinded or when you were manipulated. Trust was broken in the natural realm. And then when the trust is broken in the natural realm, it's kind of like this oxymoron or this, this it's like this backwards nature that you find it hard to trust spiritually. Makes sense. So I'm going to help you break the chains into freedom and truth through wisdom, through experiences, and practical. Grab your Bibles and we're going to take a journey inside the cell that you are in where your body's in this prison and you're in the prison in your body but you are free but your mind is telling you I can't trust it be back in 60 seconds breaking the trust into freedom Hey, it's Michael back here inside the lab on a consequential Monday evening. Here, the last day of February as we get into the third month of 2022. And it is a schizophrenic world. It is topsy-turvy. <clears throat> Some of the world. And not the nations. But some of our, the governments in this world have lost their mind. And then the followers that are following these governments that have lost their mind. And we're talking about breaking the chains tonight. Breaking the chains into freedom. I'm going to be helping you and, and empowering you on this side of inspiration. We're going to get, begin to just break this down on the last 30, 30 minutes of the show. I want to thank you for joining me here on this channel where I'm going to exercise um, like a sloth to deconstruct this content for you. It appears that trust mm, becomes this goofy emotional word that many find it really hard to connect with when they've come out of a situation, circumstances, or a crisis has happened to them. Now, I'm talking about being 
a believer and you're listening to this episode and you may not be a believer you may be new to this uh, world of kingdom being born again and again this is not religion this is simply kingdom truths based out of the scriptures experiences out of wisdom to help you so you're here listening and this is the coolest thing because you're here and this by a divine scheduled kingdom appointment not by accident not by happenstance you didn't just fall into the internet and happen to drop into night moods no you're it, there's something that you need broken so that you can step into trust again it deals with situations circumstances and crisis and i want to share this with you um let me get over here i want to share this with you the definition of trust this is an assured reliance on the character the ability the strength or truth of someone or something trust is also one in which confidence is placed and trust is also the dependence on something future it is also known as hope and when trust is broken in the mind it's really hard to connect the mind and and heart when trust is broken in the mind and everything is broken in the mind because that is the conscience the heart is what gives life so we we kind of get mixed up even in relationships when we feel our heart is broken yes your heart will feel the emotions will feel what the brain is permeating through the body and it's the pouring down of endorphins it's the emotional uh, connections in the brain now I'm not a scientist but you have surges of high energy when you step into relationships that are awesome or positive relationships and even in times and moments in these awesome relationships when there's a letdown and there's you know you've got the gas pedal on 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 to the floor and it's like 100 miles an hour and even when you depress the gas the pedal then you have this letdown and it's all formed in the mind so the heart is beating life the heart is function is to make sure that it sustains your life but the brain see how powerful the brain is we're talking about trust when the brain is impacted and whether you you lose the reliance on the character the ability or strength or truth of someone when someone shows you who they are and they break the hope and all the expectations of what you have placed in your mind about them in a situation or circumstances uh, maybe you have entered into a, a, a business contract and your partner you found months into the relationship or years into the relationship has committed an egregious character flaw you know maybe they put a facade on you just didn't see it because you had this hope or they they, they flashed what they needed to flash in order to manipulate you into that partnership or maybe it's a relationship whether you're a boyfriend a girlfriend fiance or married and there's a an opening 
that you saw a character flaw in your spouse. And so you lose that hope in the spouse. At the same time, the, the, the heart is beating. But the, the mind, emotionally, and all the nerves in the mind, begin to run and begin to, to, to build upon conscious and build upon subconscious and wants to maybe manipulate the body or trick the body into believing, thinking, or feeling. And so we get that confused with the heart. And it's always the mind that's being tricked. And when you lose hope in a person, whether it's a business partner, whether it's an academic, a teacher, a friend, a close friend, an immediate family member, or anybody, it begins to alter mood. It begins to alter paradigm. It begins to shift even rational thinking because hope has been shattered. It's like someone comes to your house and takes this big old mallet and shatters the living room window. Things are just shattered into pieces. You can still see out the window, but it's shattered. You can still see down the street, but you, you, you'll notice the shards of glass and what they look like, what, how they feel, and you're more impacted about the shattering of the glass. But at the same token, you're able to see. So this, this trust, this hope, this dependence on something in the future, and it, that's also has a lot to play in hope too. That has a lot to play in faith. What is faith? And when what you're hoping for, what you cannot see, and it's removed from you, then it, it does what? It goes to war on hope. And you lose hope. And you lose hope, and then your brain starts going into overdrive by saying, I can't do it anymore. So it starts affecting every, permeating every organ, everything in your being, and including your heart. Your heart rate increases. Your heart rate decreases because the mind is a very powerful organ. But the mind can't give you life. So breaking the chains into freedom. Let's get down to this. Breaking the chains into freedom. This has everything to do for you, believer. Of who you have surrendered to and submitted to that has broken that glass window of hope. And then you measure that natural individual to your spiritual father. And so it's out of order. It's out of order. And it's out of order for a number of reasons. A couple of which are because you forgot, or maybe you never knew, or maybe you never addressed or learned your connection to the Holy Spirit. Maybe there was that disconnect, that disconnection, that, that detachment, because there was so much focus in the hope of an individual. There was so much focus in, I need to draw all this to me so I can have that thing. 
and then maybe they no longer sold, sell the car that you wanted, or maybe they no longer sell the shoes that you wanted, or maybe you're in school and you, you had hoped to take these number of classes that will get you to your certificate or your diploma, and they no longer have that class, so now what do I do? This hope is a very, very powerful, tangible, uh, connecting term. It is an emotion that forms in the mind and it takes serious roots. So I was thinking, you know, all these steps to do this, all these steps to do that. So I see folks a couple ways. When you want to be free, but you know you're not free. You want to be free, but you know you're not free. But yet you're a believer and you have the understanding or the knowledge that he made you free. But you know you're not free because hope has been broken. Trust has been broken. I gave you the definition of trust. It is applied to hope. They're distinct terms. You know you're not free, but you want to be free. But he made you free. So there's a disconnect in truth. You're more apt to trust in your own natural truth, even when it has broken the mindset or placed shackles on the mind or or begin to you 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 entertain the negative words, the negative tapes I call the negative tapes of life are are on loop. And that's all you focus on. And you have detached from the Holy Spirit. Now, love is a powerful word. Love has many contingencies. Phileo, phileo, agape, strange. And they all mean something different, right? When you became born again and Jesus set you through salvation, what he did was he transferred, changed you from the power of darkness and set you into the kingdom of light. But sometimes what happens is as he is changing you and he's made the change at your born again experience, you the pattern is for many to be present state, but living in history. I'm in the present, but this is going to happen because it always has already happened to me in the past. It's never going to be better because it's I've, I'm always, I'm always being pulled back. Um, there's something in my past that continues to, it's whatever the excuses are going to be because you haven't been delivered from the past. But you have been delivered from the past because he has placed you. But because the brain, <clears throat> our conscience, our, our carnal mind, and our soul want to be in control, it's hard to surrender. It's hard to submit to, frankly, an invisible God. But who's living and who has power and superiority. And you feel it. And so you, you, you begin to give it terms like energy, source. And he's so far greater, but this detachment, because you 
forbid yourself to be present future. It's present past. So this disconnect, and at the same time, you want to be free. But you don't want to be free because you're present, you're present past. And, and he's the God of life. The God of life is present future because he's in time and time is in him. So if he chose to, he could take you back to your future to pull something out to help you in your, I'm sorry, he can take you to your past to pull something out to help you in your future. But he's never placed in your past. Because he's in time, and time is in him, and he is always before you, looking upon you, and placed his essence, his Holy Spirit, in you to lead you forward, to guide you forward, to direct you forward, to deliver you forward to all truth. And so these questions, there's, there's questions I want to break through. Let's say grab your Bible. Because I think... No, I don't think. I believe this. The lack of understanding to who is possessing your heart. Because when you understand what your heart does, you're going to live differently. When you don't care about what your heart does, then you're going to do what you want. But when you understand what your heart does and what your heart needs and how it functions and its purpose and its responsibilities to life, you'll live differently, right? You won't ingest certain types of foods or certain types of things that could cause the heart to spike, have a heart attack, have a stroke. You know, stress will cause stroke in the brain, right? Stress can also cause a heart attack too. And there are multiple factors that deal with the heart. But when you really understand the function of your organ, this heart, and then you understand that Father placed his essence in the life-giving, that is life-sustaining, and he placed his life essence, his Holy Spirit, his, his essence of his glory, into your heart where it gives life, draws out of life, draws places in life, you're going to do life differently. You just will. See, when you encounter Father, he changes you for anything that is less. You don't want to do anything that's less than what he has put in you when you have encountered him, when you are engaging him. And it's not just, I'm going to schedule my engagement on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday or whenever you meet with your assembly. You're going to make that lock and step a part of your life to have an encounter spiritually, which is your five natural senses heightened past logic. Breaking the chains into freedom have everything to do with your surrender and your submission to the power of the Holy Spirit. And yes, that doesn't play well for some because this defies logic. Well, I'm talking about something greater than logic. Supernatural. Superior to your natural. So some of the questions, how can I break free from trust? Good question. Find your footing, find your placement in the Gospels. Jesus said 
and three of us have not the Gospels, go out and share my Gospels. Your identity can be derived in where you find your placement in the four Gospels. True story. Because your, your life is founded on a better covenant, the new covenant. Your footing in God's word, no matter what is your situation, no matter what is your circumstances, no matter what is your crisis that is happening to you. Where is your footing? And where your footing at is you're going to find where your faith is at. Because trust is hope. That was cool again. Trust is hope. Trust is also has everything to do with belief. So when you don't trust, it taps into your belief and then becomes unbelief. Your hope is being deferred. So you have to have a foundation upon the scriptures. You have to found, be founded just like you stand. So if I got my feet on the floor and I can wiggle my toes. I can move my feet. I can feel the cement. So go ahead and do that where you're at. You're on a foundation. And no matter the makeup of the foundation, you trust in that foundation, right? So let's take this up on a, a couple notches. We're breaking through the chains into freedom. Trust, you have to find the place where you first gave it away. You go back to that place and you regain trust in yourself first. Maybe you may have to repent for giving the trust, putting too much, too much pursuit into the character of another person. Maybe too much ex expectancy and not enough expectancy in yourself to trust and cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Another thing into breaking the chains of freedom is identifying those lies. Inward lies, lies projected upon you. When you identify them, then you have to destroy them, rebuke them, get rid of them, never taking them back up. There's the challenge as well. Well, another question. What is the difference between faith and trust? Well, I gave you the definition of trust, right? Let me take you into Hebrews 11. Faith is a realization of what is hoped for. Faith is a realization of what is trust, trusted in. The proof of what is not seen. The realization in truth. It is also the possessor of truth. Let me back that up. It's also possessing the knowledge of truth. And it's realize, realizing the understanding of truth. I talked about this on a couple of shows before. Faith 
has a lot to do with hope and what you cannot see. You're hoping for the thing to occur, to manifest, to appear. Right? Trust is also an assurance, a realization. And what confidence is placed in. Do you see how these are associated to each other? And so when trust has been broken in the mind, because faith applies to the mind and heart, and trust has to deal with hope, and hope is a conscious and subconscious matter. And when people break trust, what they do and what some do on the extreme is place bondages and chains. Maybe they do it purposely. You know, if I'm talking about abuses, they break the trust and they don't want you to tell about what, what they've done to break the trust. So they manipulate you and make you appear to be, well, you can never leave. You can never speak about this. You can never do this. You can never do that. And you believe those lies and those lies take root. And then you have placed yourself in shackles because you've been placed into a prison. So there's a realization that you have to be founded upon truth. Just as you are feeling the floor beneath your feet. Feel, feel your feet in the floor. There's hope and trust that that floor is not going to give out so that you don't fall through, right? Talk about the lies. You have to get rid of the lies, the negative tapes that have been destroying you. And you have to create an outlook, an escape in your cooperation to who leads you into all truth. See, this is now where the change begins because your footing. And now you got to deal with the fear of the initial steps as you break the change of freedom. See, there's that declaration that I am made free, Christ Jesus has made me free, as Galatians 5 and 13, and Galatians 5 and 1. For Jesus Christ has set you free. So you make the declaration, for Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, has set me free, has made me free. So that is a powerful word that alters atmosphere, changes environment, and opens up territory. So you have to address you, your, your, identif your identification, to whom. And many have placed their identification into a natural human being. And so what I'm saying, you now have to re-identify to the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, to your Heavenly Father. Did you catch that? You have to re-identify. And as you re-identify, you will find your identity that you gave away because you put your hope into someone else. And it's going to take faith to stand up 
and realize that those invisible shackles that you have been told, you cannot leave or do this, you cannot speak unless I say speak, you cannot move unless I tell you to move. See, it gets silly like this because you'll say, well, that's an invisible God. Well, he is invisible, but yet you have invisible shackles on your feet. Why won't you get up and start moving? You have an invisible muzzle on your mouth. Why don't you get up and call for help to come get you, to come take you? See, there's, there's that door of fear right there. So, which sounds silly? Truth. Practicalities of taking steps. You must be intentional. If, I, if we have steps, this is number three. You must be intentional in your faith. You must be intentional in your freedom. You must be intentional in your cooperation to who is going to lead you and guide you into truth. He is your help. He is your protector. He is your intercessor. And he'll never let you down. The power of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 16. He'll never let you down. See, breaking the chains of freedom... One, you, you have a, a better foundation on truth. Yeah? You are identifying with truth. That, that sure footing on God's word, that's truth. That sure footing in your identification to God's word, no matter what is around you, in your situation, your circumstances, or your crisis, you identify the lies that you have been keeping for good measure that are on you like a burden that have become an invisible shackle to your feet. And now you have to destroy the lies and give the lies a destination. Go back to hell where you belong. I no longer believe in your inferior power, your invisible power over me. I'm going to stand on truth stand on a better foundation. I'm going to trust in the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to begin declaring the Word of God in my life and proclaiming the Word of God in my life. I'm going to re-identify myself with the Holy Spirit in the words of Jesus, in His love, and to the Father. And then faith, I'm going to take the steps with the Holy Spirit. And then during this process, your Heavenly Father is going to supply to you spirits and angels, heavenly spirits, heavenly angels, who are going to minister to you if you are an heir of salvation. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. No more hanging on to the lies. It is time to stand up, place your feet, on a solid foundation, give yourself two scriptures. I'll say John chapter 15 and John chapter 16. How about that? Right foot, left foot. How about Proverbs chapter 8? 
How about Hebrews 1 and 16? To find scriptures that you will be able to stand on, make the declaration, make the proclamation, reevaluate yourself, re-identify to the words of God, and trust in your cooperation, and you have to surrender and submit to the superior power in the setting, the atmosphere, the environment, and the territory that he placed in your heart. And if you're not born again, hey, get a hold of us. Send an email, and let's talk about how you can be free in this moment. Nightmoodshdq at gmail.com is how you can get a hold of me. See you right back here on the next episode of Night Moods HDQ, Tuesday night, 1030, on your radio channel. Until then, keep your head up, keep your hope high, keep in cooperation to the Holy Spirit. I'll see you on the next show. Hopefully some of the steps of practicality can help you achieve coming out of the prison. As you declare and proclaim the word of God over your life, as you surrender, submit to the power of the Holy Spirit. Now the question can be asked, if I'm not born again, what do I do? Well, Father has you here for a purpose to connect with brother and sisters. And I'm here to help you connect. And then there may be, in truth, needs to be repentance. In truth, there needs to be repentance so that you can turn from your the ways of death into the ways of life. And that simply is allowing Jesus and the work that he has done for you at this moment you're encountering the presence of the kingdom to take you out of the kingdom of darkness and turn you about face into the presence of the kingdom of heaven. That's why I don't do religion. It, it has made it too hard for anyone to live in faith. See, this is the relationship that you could step into, the relationship to understand your identification in the Holy Spirit to your, your Savior, Lord Jesus, who's at the right hand of the Heavenly Father, and you now regain accessibility and proximity to your Heavenly Father. And you get to do what Jesus said, learn from me. So as I'm talking primarily to you who is not born again, and maybe you're dealing with being in the prison, you're in the chains, and you want to be free tonight. You want to be free in this moment. And, and there is no magic potion to this. But there is truth a spiritual truth that's practical that will, as you deliver yourself to this moment, stepping to the gate, then you begin to step through the gate. And one way to step through the gate is, Father, I've, I've, I'm asking for, I'm repenting. I'm sorry. And you're going to see that this gate is going to open. And this fear, you're going to give that fear to Jesus. That's in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and verse 29. You have to give this fear to Jesus. You have to give the nervousness to Jesus. You have to give the anxiety to Jesus. Because it's going to be hard to walk 
when you're not on a sure foundation and you want to be free. Now, I've given you some practical ways to do this. Now the challenge is, are you up for the task? Will you abide in the task? And this step of faith, being reintegrated with trust, with hope, giving your unbelief to him so that you can receive and step into belief so that you can live again. And trust these words. Have hope in these words. Your Heavenly Father will place before you and behind you a security system in the power of the Holy Spirit and Himself and with His heavenly angels to protect you. I would even go as far to say in my life I have seen Him remove hindrances when you really want to be liberated when you when you really want to step into freedom and live in freedom and continue in freedom by your spiritual obedience and your surrender then he won't withhold his goodness that is on display for you we're going to continue in more on this episode of breaking the change into freedom. If you are dealing with how to step into freedom, send an email over to nightmoveshdq at gmail.com or go to our official Facebook profile page at nightmoveshdq or send a message to however you're listening to the program in this moment. Put in a subject, breaking the change into freedom. This is me. You're talking to me. I'm stuck. I need help. And let's begin declaring, proclaiming, standing on a sure foundation. Let's begin finding your footing, finding your identity, your, who your identification is in the Holy Spirit. Your Heavenly Father and Christ Jesus. Let's identify the lies and every last of the lies. You've got you to gotta identify with them. And then we have to release them, rebuke them, throw them into the trash, give them a destination. And begin the hope in your belief, in your cooperation to the Holy Spirit, that he's going to bring you to truth. And anything less than truth, you're going to give a destination. I'm going to stand with you and help you give it a destination and believe that you're going to stand up and begin taking the initial steps in faith and we're going to also believe and have hope that your Heavenly Father who you may have not met yet and the power of the Holy Spirit who may not be in your heart yet but He's coming He's going to lead you into all truth and if you're unsure about that have hope in truth John chapter 16, verse 7 through 16. Read it yourself. I want you to read it for yourself. These are the words of Jesus. He has never lied since. Man may have lied to you. Jesus never lies. The Holy Spirit cannot lie. And, and our Heavenly Father, Jehovah Jireh, will not lie. I want to challenge you from this time until the next time, breaking the change into freedom, 
to understand and encounter and have the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. And if your mind is being convinced, persuaded, and convicted, this is your moment. He's pricking your heart. You're still here with me. And the gate is open. The invisible chains that have been upon your feet, upon your hands, the invisible muzzle that has been on your mind, on your mouth, excuse me, are loosed in Jesus' name. And you can begin getting restored and getting free in this moment. Let me hear from you. And I'll see you next time again right here inside the lab, Night Moods HDQ. I want to hear any praise reports that you have experienced from this episode primarily. And with everything going on in the world. And if you have loved ones in war zones, dealing with illnesses and afflictions, let's talk about that too. Breaking the change into freedom. Right here on this channel. Until next time, I'm Michael, your CMO, Chief Mood Officer, with hopes to connect with you, help us build a community here in Night Moods. Remember to subscribe and share the program with those on your fellowship and your relationships because we're here for a twofold purpose to help the mind bring a better mood, positivity, and also help increase you into the measure of the faith that God has given you. And you got to put in some work too. Well, that's what Night Moods is about. And we'll be having stronger content, but we're going to we're going to keep this door open for a little bit. People need to be broke so that they can know that they can get up. See, when you're broke, the chains are off of you. But if you're not sick and tired yet, then you won't come out the door. The door is open. But if you're not sick and tired, then you're not going to leave the chains. You're not going to leave the, the prison, the jail, sale, and you're not going to be free. Remember, Jesus Christ set you free. Galatians chapter 5 and 13. Well, again, if you're not born again, you got some work to do. Allow me to help you in that journey as well. Talk to you again right here inside the lab for the next episode of Night Moods HDQ.